This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. The story in uh, this week's parsha, Vayishlach, has Yaakov Avinu going back for his pachim ketanim, crosses over the Nar Yabok and goes back for his pachim ketanim, and the and he and the sarvesev is misavik imoy. And, and they fight and the, I'd like to share with you two vortlach on it um, one of them is that that when the Sar Shalesev dislocates or injures Yaakov Avinu's leg and he leaves limping Yaakov Avinu represents Torah he represents the Torah and the legs of Yaakov Avinu represent the support of Torah. Because the legs are the support of the goof. And so Esav was, was damaging the support of Torah. You'll notice throughout history that, that there's, a, there's like a special Yetzirah that supporters of Torah... Or meaning, which is all of us, meaning all of us are supposed to be supporting Torah. There's a specific Yetzirah that we have when it comes to supporting Torah. You'll notice, uh, unless you're one of these people, every once in a while you have a Yid who's like, he, he just gets that mitzvah and he does great. He doesn't have that Yetzirah. But most people have a big Yetzirah around supporting Torah. And it's, it's brought down in Sfarim that, that throughout all of history, the there will be a Yetzirah when it comes to supporting Torah. And whenever we have a chance to give money to help support Torah, we have to have in mind the, the, the leg of Yaakov. Have in mind that that's a specific Yetzirah, and we have to get over it, and we have to support Torah. That's vort one. Vort number two is that the pachim tanim, you know, as it says that the that chavivim and the tzaddikim is their, their mamonim. The, the pachim tanim, it says that they were, they were mamish Yaakov's. Yaakov was, uh, was Nizar and Gezel. They were, they were mamish his. When you own something and it's mamish yours, it's connected to you. There's a, a kesher between you and your stuff. When it's mamish years and there's no gazel involved, there could be a kesher with uh, toiveling vessels that are made by goyim, glass metal vessels made by goyim. What are we toiveling? We're converting them. You can make a conversion of gears for uh, for a vessel. But okay, today it's machines making the pots and the the different vessels. But in history, people made them with their own hands. They they were made by them. Their 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 nefesh was. Was 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 invested in in this particular this particular cleat, and because it was a goy, so the the nefesh was involved in the making of that cleat. It needs to go through a, a geiris. We have to convert the cleat. But Yaakov Venus Kalim, they're his Kalim, and they have to come along. But on that same subject of of the. 
pachim ketanim, like things that seem like they're not worth much, that he's going to bring something that's not worth much. But they also, they, they were misavik. Yaakov and the Malach were misavik. And Lashon Avak, I know it means wrestling, but it's also Lashon Avak. And it says the, the Avak went to the Kisei HaKavot. That you could say that one of the fights between Yaakov Avinu and Esav was do little things count. And Esav would say that no, little things are irrelevant. They don't matter. And Yaakov Avinu would say, no, I came back here for pachim tanim. Even the smallest things matter. The little stuff counts. There's no such thing as little stuff. You all know the famous thing where the, the lady says, oh, why do you, you didn't have to be, she sent an email to the Rav, why do you, you didn't have to be so busy with all your little details? Have a relationship with God, you don't need all the details. Why you got to worry about the details? And so he didn't send a letter back. She sent him a few weeks later an angry email. You can't even reply. He says, well, I did reply, but I guess uh, I, I, I missed a, a dot. You know, I missed the dot com. Or a little detail. But we see that the Avak went to Kisei HaKavod. That even the littlest things that we do can go up to the kisei covered. Last thing I'd like to share is: Have you ever thought of how Asaph knew? How did Asaph know Yaakovina was coming? How long was Yaakovina gone at this point? He had, what, he had 14 years in Shem Shame That was 14 years. How long was he by, uh, how long was he by Leuven? 21. 22 years, no? 22 years? What? So what was it all together when the last time Yaakovina was in Eretz Yisrael? A really long time. It was like, uh, how many years? 36? 36 years he's gone. I mean, what, what did, did Asaph have like a satellite? Like, his satellite, uh, he, had, he had a little GPS tag on uh, Yaakov Avinu. What's that? Love him, son, Did you ever actually see such a thing? How did he, how did he know? Of all the days. Is he like a sorcerer? So you'll see that every time that Yaakov and Esav are fighting over Eretz Yisrael, besides the first time, which is the, the, uh, the birthright and the bracha, that, not. But the other times, there's two other major fights. When he gets to the border and Esav's there with 400 men, how did he know? The next time is for the funeral of Yaakov Avinu, at the Levi of Yaakov Avinu, how did Esav know? Was he camped out? Was he doing a little camp out in front of the Machpelah thinking, hmm, I'm getting really old. Gee, they should be bringing my brother Yaakov from, Eretz, from Mitzrayim any minute now. So he just camped out in front of the gate. How did he know? 
Did Esav live in Mamre? He didn't live in Mamre. How did he know? Later years, Esav's grandson, Amalek, he attacks Am Yisrael on their way back to Eretz Yisrael. Now, many knew because of what happened with the Makas and, and the, the Kriyas Yamsuv and Harsina, they knew. But later, when the Yidin are coming back to Eretz Yisrael after the 70 years of Babylonian exile, in the 70th year when Haman comes to power, Haman Hagagi, how did he know? And then 2,000 years later, after Churban Bayashani, right before they started the, the incredible population of Yidin in Eretz Israel, we get attacked by the Nazis. How did they know? You know, the state of Israel, they, the way they like, their narrative is that because of the Shoya, so now we have to have an Eretz Yisrael. Every diplomat, every politician that comes to Israel to visit, the first place they take them is Yad Vashem to see. Like, this is why we have Eretz Yisrael, because otherwise... But we have a totally different view. We know that any time Am Yisrael is getting back in their Kesher with Eretz Yisrael, that's when he shows up. Three times Yaakov Avinu and Esav are in a, a, a fight, an altercation. The bracha of Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov Avinu coming back in Parshas Vayishlach to Eretz Yisrael. And the third time was for the burial, because whoever would be buried in Hebron, Hebron is the key to Eretz Yisrael. That's why Dovid Amelech had to, had to rule in Hebron for seven years before he could li- rule in Yerushalayim. The key to Eretz Yisrael is Hebron. And then you see his grandfather, his grandson, Amalek, three times attacks Am Yisrael when coming back to Eretz Yisrael. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.